this notion that we're naturally athletic, that we can't use our brain, can't plan and plot and think. That's racism. Well, you're six foot seven, 200 and whatever pounds. Are you speaking from personal experience? I've been asked numerous times. Okay. Did you play ball in high school? And I say, no. I'll never forget my sophomore year of high school. Steve Lapis came over to me, tapped me on the shoulder. I'm 6'5". You want to come try for the hoop team? Steve Lapis, former coach at Villanova, also led Truman High School to a state championship. That year with Rod Strickland, Rod, they won Rod, the city yeah. and state championship. Uh-huh. But I said no. Why? It's called stereotype threat. Look it up. In other words, I didn't go out there because fear. Right? What? Yo, you six foot five. You can't dunk, son. This is natural. You don't hoop. So my identity was based on hoop. So you ain't really black and all this other nonsense. That's garbage. But that's the reality. That's why I didn't hoop play a little bit. 82, Ewing, Hoyers, get out there. Just never hoop, son. That's it. Play a little football. But basketball was, I didn't get into it. But that's the point. Yeah, because of your size, you were more expected to be an athlete than a scholar. But it even goes in the classroom. Yeah. I had this Professor David Less. I couldn't stand him. I'm going to be 100. <laughs> I don't care. I'm in the honors class in Western Civ. Yeah. He goes to the map, puts a stick on the continent of Africa, goes down to the Sahara Desert, goes down and says, you know what? South of here, it was the dark continent. Like, that doesn't make sense. The sun is everywhere. What does that mean? <laughs> and the folks look like Dave. And everybody starts laughing. Why? Well, of course they do. I'm African, baby. What? Why? But the reality is we laugh because, well, I didn't laugh. I was pissed. Yeah. Because what? We didn't want to be identified with the continent. Because all we knew was what? Death, disease, yeah. poverty, those commercial Sally Struthers flies in the face. And on another time with Lesser, he was like headed like the debate team, law school is, this. You want letter recommendations from him, blah, blah, blah. Forget about it. We went on this trip to New York, down to the city. My boy Quinn, rest in peace. And you know, you get on a New York train and you standing, you better hold on to something. That chain jerks. You're going to bust your ass. And guess what? He tried to go in there and be all John Wayne. He almost fell. My boy Quinn and I, we were cracking up. Everybody was all shook, holding it in. So again, he's trying to break the brother's spirit. Didn't happen. I'm here doing my thing at UF in the swamp, but that's the point. Yeah, but I imagine that type of thing happened a few times, though. Right? When I was at Ohio State, yeah. got my master's in black studies. So let me go ahead and get this little master's in history or take some history courses. Mm-hmm. So I'm in this graduate seminar intro class where you talk about historiography the writing of history so the professor asked well you know what does anybody know this Russian guy named Mikhail uh, Bakhtin he was a literary critic and wrote a book called The Dialogical Imagination so I'm the only black guy in the class and I raised my hand because why my black Marxist professor in black studies we use that book so that bell went up, ding, 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 my hand was right up. He picked me, I broke it down, but the dude almost fell out of his chair. He was shocked, I knew the book, why? Because he thought black folks should have known that. That's when the bell went off, so you know what? You gotta read everything, you see? 
knowledge don't put no color on knowledge don't no color on skills just because I'm black and tall doesn't mean I'm gonna be a hoop star just because I'm black and tall doesn't mean I can't think that's the point it's the same thing with Patrick Ewing who couldn't get a head coaching job but just let Georgetown do a Big East championship See? Yeah. so for Ewing seven foot black man uh-huh. from Jamaica right yeah. that's what the challenge is never won a ring and they hold that over your head. Then the other flip side, you got Kareem. He's too smart. He can't get a coaching job. Yeah. Your vice script. Yeah. You see, it doesn't matter. That's racism. That's what you. That's why he's not a head coach. Kareem's not a head coach because he's too smart. You is not a head coach because they don't think he's smart enough. I'm doing what I do because what? I didn't hoop, and I say it with pride. I didn't hoop. We can do more than that. Period. Stop these damn boxes. Second thought, what I also say is I don't want to practice. I don't want to get up. I don't want to do push-ups. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want nobody yelling at me. I'm sleeping in. I'm going to club, turn up. That's the reality, folks. Statistically, most folks don't still, most folks don't make the league. I'm probably making more money than 80% of players in the league who play. And there's millions that didn't finish college, didn't finish, get anywhere. It's a numbers game. Kareem is too smart. They think Ewing's not smart enough. Where do you finish these damn boxes? So that professor has to have me boxed in. He just reads black stuff. How in the hell do white students don't know this? That's when that bell went off, son. That's when I realized I read everything, baby. So we get in these debates. I'm checkmating you. I got the white stuff, I got the black stuff, and I got checkmate. Yeah, but when you think about Ewing, I doubt if he ever had a problem, you know, walking around the campus at Georgetown, you know. But I got two words for you today, uh, irony and disrespect. Okay. Patrick Ewing, NBA Hall of Famer, top 50 NBA player, two-time gold medal winner, NBA Finals, t- appeared in NBA Finals twice, but the bottom line is, he didn't win a ring. He gets disrespected. During the tournament, he's walking through the garden, and, and then people are like, yo, who are you? He's like, what? My number's in the rafter. Mitches, what's going on out here? Disrespect. I guarantee if he won one or more rings, it'd have been no issue. He could live in the garden, sleep in the garden, see where he want to sleep. But we always remember people for what they don't do than what than whether what we always remember people what they don't do than what they did. See, that's the problem. You see, so you have the the ring mentality, and we realize most players are not winning championships, but we lock them down on that arbitrary measurement. Again. Bill Russell has 11 rings, but Jordan's considered number one. What's your measurement? It's all subjective, folks. I keep saying that. But let's keep going. Ewing finishes his career. Now I want to be a coach like everybody else. 15 years as an NBA assistant. Nobody asked him to be a head coach. Why? Disrespect. The bottom line is... I think people just think Russ not smart enough. If you watch any documentary about uh, Patrick Ewing, he came to the states from Jamaica and Boston, racist town, Jamaican background. They called him ape and all type of racist words in high school. 
connotation. Yo, dude is not smart. Only because he's seven feet tall, he's going to go to Georgetown. Let's keep it 17,000. So this is part of the disrespect that Ewing deals with. Now he's his fourth year at Georgetown, and his career record is 58 and 58, 500. The day the team won the championship was the 49th anniversary when Georgetown hired, rest in peace, John Thompson. Remember him? Hoya Paranoia went to the Final Four three times with Patrick Ewing. When we talk about the ESPN and the Big East, there's a great documentary of 30 for 30 on it. They built the Big East. They built ESPN basketball. That's when I got in the game, 1982, with Ewing versus North Carolina, and I wanted Ewing to win. Why? Georgetown had the all-black team. Remember the Georgetown Hoyer starter jacket, the Nike, the swag, street game. But Thompson then was brought these first-gen kids straight out the cut. You see what I mean? Reggie Williams out of Dunbar High School in Baltimore, one of the greatest high school programs. You see? From the cut. Just like University of Miami football is all this talent right in the, in the neighborhood because they're black and poor, can't get the SAT score. And that's why John Thompson protested. That's why John Cheney, former coach of Temple U, protested. But because Cheney never won a national championship, all white folks remember for us when what? I'll kill you when he went in on John Calipari. You see what I'm saying? This is how media works, or white media works, folks. John Thompson should have won more rings. That's what we're seeing, but he took his stand against Prop 48. He intentionally got these players that would not get in most universities because he understood the SAT only measures test-taking skills. You see, no, excuse me, it measures socioeconomic status. My bad. That's why these players are scoring under 800. You're going to underfunded city schools in the 80s. Let's keep it 1,000. You're playing hoops. You're hooping. You're hooping. That's your quote-unquote ticket out. Who has time to study for the SAT? Let's keep it 1,000. So they did something about it. John Thompson. John Cheney. But because between the two, it only won one championship, they get that stigma. You see? And that's what I believe happened to Ewing. But nevertheless, they won the championship. Shout out to Ewing. Shout out to Georgetown Hoyers. Some rise and some fall. Some fat, some skinny, some tall. Some black, some white, and some bald. Mm. Some coach, some own, and some ball. Mm. Some went to class, or some run the hall. Crash the glass ceiling while some hit the wall. Some never have enough, or some got it all. Shopping at the thrift store or at the mall. Whether just a quick trip or the long haul. Some even had to rob Peter, and they never paid Paul. Some hit the stage while some like the song. Cause you'll never find with respect to Lou Wall. A public pay phone, what you gotta make a call. But now you know what life was like in the pandemic. You're vaccinated, they kept saying that you can't get it. Just tell them that you got it, even if you don't get it. Watch out for the curveball, they always like to pitch it. You're operating in the paint, make you move in the pivot. Cause I can't forgive I never will forgive it. Sometimes you can't explain life, son. You just gotta live it. Creighton University coach. Craig McDermott. 
after a loss to Villanova, an emotional loss, this is what he said. He said, guys, we need to stick together. McDermott, this is what he said. Guys, we need to stick together. We need both feet in. I need everybody to stay on the plantation. I can't have anybody leave the plantation. What? Is this dude been under a rock? What is going on? This is what we're talking about, folks. It's that socialization. I'm not a psychologist. But how we function in the world is, is how we're socialized. You're in a locker room. You're mad. You see black dudes. Plantation. It's just like Prince Harry Edwards and Meghan Markle. That light-skinned baby, they see a dark-skinned baby. You see? Plantation. We don't hook that to white people in this country. That's the history. But let's go even further. Now people are saying, well, it's not a plantation. NC2A sports is slavery. I want to clear all that up. I'm telling you right now. If Harriet Tubman came to you and you said that slavery, she'll slap you. I've said this before. There's a difference. Chattel slavery owns your property. No choice. One does not have to sign up to play hoops. Now, is the relationship exploitative? One would argue without a doubt. We see the numbers, the billions of dollars from the March Madness contracts. But the bottom line, folks, is what McDermott did. He apologized. Now, many people are going to say, well, you know, Dave, things have not changed one bit. It's the same old, same old. Let me give you another example. Coach Mike Gundy of Oklahoma State football last year wore One American News t-shirt. One American News is a right-wing hack propaganda news station. Gundy said he viewed Black Lives Matter as a force in a criminal front group. Folks who make that false analogy when they say the Nation Islams like the Ku Klux Klan, when they say the Black Lives Matter are like the white insurrectionists, that is faulty racist logic. So Gundy's star player, running back Chuba Harbert, Chuba Hubert, my bad, called out his coach on social media. You see what I mean? Gundy apologized and took a million dollar pay cut. Why? Because he know the students are woke. You see? McDermott apologized. Why? knows the students are woke and also he lost the player tt washington decommitted because of the statements things are not the same you see what i'm saying gundy knew if i want to win i need some black folks on this team i'm gonna take a million out my salary do i know what changes his heart i don't know that guy what i do know he knows to win i need black players it's not about your feelings. I don't know him personally. Is he going to go to workshops, diversity training? Probably. Will that change him? I don't know. Or would he know not to wear that damn t-shirt to work? Wear it at home. Same with McDermott. I don't know the dude personally. 
he apologized. Why? I can't lose black players. And also it's wrong, but really I can't lose black players. I don't know him personally. Never met the guy. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not a pacemaker. I can't read his heart. All I can do is go by his actions. But if you want to say things are the same, let's look at it. In March of 1992, one month before the Rodney King decision. Remember that, folks? With the Los Angeles Rebellions? Former coach Bobby Knight of Indiana U Basketball. The famous whipping incident. In a news conference, this fool, Bobby Knight, brought a bull whip. And he says this, probably no motivational device I've ever come across is as good as this. The whip. Are you serious? This is 1992, folks. Bill Clinton's president. Okay? Then he says he's not going to apologize for the joke. And I think there's a photo with him and his star player, Calvert Cheney, and he has the whip. He receives phone calls. NAACP got fired up. Now, of course, he doesn't apologize. He says this. What I should apologize is for this. 18 black kids having played four years for me, 15 getting college degrees. That's not, a, that's not good enough. The bull whip. It's on video YouTube, folks. This one with Indiana was the home of the KKK. That's why a lot of folks hate Indiana, hated Bobby Knight. Now I know this Quinn Buckner. There's Isaiah Thomas who didn't want to go there. In fact, there's a great story. When Knight came to Isaiah's apartment to recruit him, the brother asked, yo, the next town over, there's the KKK. What's going to happen if something goes down? Who's going to protect Junior, Isaiah Thomas? And Bobby Knight says, well, if we win, there'll be no problem. Something to that effect. And, he, and then Isaiah's brother said, yo, they started arguing. Let's go outside. You see what I'm saying? This is why Indiana basketball, but Bobby Knight was toxic. But he's the epitome of how we selectively remember what we want to remember. So John Cheney's only member, most folks remember John Cheney, but I'll kill you. Here's a guy because he won three NCAA championships, Olympic coach, the epitome of white college basketball. Order, discipline, defense, all of the garbage. See, that's highly racialized. This fool threw a chair across the court, said all type of ignorant stuff, racist, sexist, did whatever the hell he wanted to. Miles Brand, his boss, the former president of Indiana, who became president of C2A, was fearful of this man. But we remember his championships, not the whip. That's the point, folks. I remember both. He finally got fired, and he gave himself a self-exile. In other words, why are you firing me? What are you talking about? Gets invited, I think 2019, folks crying, no one's bringing up the whip, the chair, he gets an old man pass. Well, I ain't giving no passes out here. That's ridiculous. That's how these things co continue, folks. 
So you're hoping Gundy with his million dollar cut in salary, McDermott losing players, that these mistakes stop. That's how you stop them when you punish them. So folks don't come back 30 years later, oh Dave, you're being cold, brother. He's 79 years old. Why are you still bringing up the past? The same way they bring up the past with John Cheney, I'll kill you, and, and Calipari, one of the biggest hustlers out there on black talent. Keep it real. He only won one championship, but doesn't catch the scrutiny that Cheney did. You see? John Thompson won one championship, but had a bigger call, bigger ca- uh, calling. Folks don't like that out of here smiling and cheesing that's what i'm talking about we selectively pick what we want to remember on these coaches but let me tell you another reason why things change because things change the big east will never be what it was years ago half y'all ain't watching the tournament you see what i'm saying why because things change the one and done rule you can leave right after high school. You can leave right after high school years ago. Now you have the G League Unite team taking this top talent, getting five hundred thousand dollars, like a barnstorm, almost like the Harlem Globetrotters. That's what Will Chamberlain did when he left Kansas. He had to play the Harlem Globetrotters before he went pro. So things are changing. McDermott apologized. Gundy gave up a million dollars. You see. Calper Cheney, I guarantee, is still traumatized what Knight did years ago. Why? I was listening to a radio program talking about, uh, recently, I think last weekend, a white Oklahoma teacher made a black five-year-old kindergarten kid clean out a toilet with their bare hands because they blocked it up. You see what I'm saying? She got suspended with pay. A 63-year-old black man called in and, and cried on the radio. Why? Because his bladder wasn't growing as he was growing. So rather than the teacher allowed him to go to the bathroom for, for his fifth and sixth grade, how old he was, he was peeing in his pants. Then he got bullied. Because this whole notion of order and order and law and order. With human beings, I argue this, we're case by case. Because our bodies are different. You see? But what about the parents? Now you get into power. I don't know if his parents didn't go to school, who knows what, access to lawyers. That's the point, folks. Power. Cheney's not going in on Bobby Knight. That's his ticket to the league. That's how power works, folks. You see, when Isaiah wanted to go pro after second year, what do you think Bobby Knight said? You should stay. Why? Because that's my meal ticket. You see? Isaiah's brother said, man, get that money, son. So I thought about, should we put the photo? I said, nah, no Cheney's traumatized. You know folks are dissing him in the cut. Black folks are dissing him. But that's power. Think about the story of that black guy, the black man, right? Who had to sit in there and pee on himself because his racist-ass teacher won't let him go to the bathroom. Why? These black kids ain't disciplined. They need discipline. If you go, they all go the nonsense. But it's a new day, folks. That's the point. So now what happened in Oklahoma? What's happening? Calling lawyers, suspensions, apologies. So things do change. 
Slavery has ended, folks, 1865. Period. Stop saying that. Now we see what? There's options. G League Unite Team. You can decommit from the school. Make phone calls. Go on social media. You see Bobby Knight, 92, said, I'm not apologizing. Gundy gave up a million dollars. McDermott apologized. I don't know what's in their heart, but I do know things have changed to make them apologize. That's all I know. So all these coaches are skipping around, making sure they don't mess up. The Bobby Knight era is done, folks. That's not happening. That's change. You see, as a historian, if I say there's no change, you got to take my historical card. Take away my union card, folks. I'm telling a lie. Those days, like the Big E's, all that's not coming back. That's history. Things have changed. We know why Georgetown's struggling. The talent pool is tight. It's a funnel system. The difference between an elite player and everybody else is a big difference. That's what it's all about, folks. Talent. And look at your boy this year. Duke struggling. Krzyzewski. Calipari struggling. But if we can remember this year, we're going to say, no, it's COVID-19 year. That's what we're going to do. So white coaches get the benefit of the doubt on the memory. Bobby Knight returning. Don't bring up the whip. Black coaches always get memorized, for, uh, get memorialized on one thing that affects white people. When Georgetown coach John Thompson left the, the arena, left the court, how could he do that? When John Chain, I'll kill you, went in on Calipari back in the day. You see the difference? So the bottom line is, folks, shout out to Ewing. The man deserves his respect. Shout out to the Hoyas. And shout out that what? Things do change, and I'm out. And that's the show, folks. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And we're going to bring you another podcast for your podcast as soon as it's humanly possible. Because without you, the dark brown shades of my skin, there would only be us. Only add color to my tears Oh, oh That splash against my hollow bones That rocks my soul Oh, 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 oh. Looking back over my false dreams That I once knew Wondering why my dreams never came true Is it because I'm black? Uh Somebody tell me what can I do? Oh Lord Something is holding me back Uh Is it because I'm black? Yeah. In this world of no pity, I was raised in the ghettos of the city. Yeah, oh Lord. Uh. Uh. Mama, she worked so hard 
to earn every penny. Yeah, oh Lord, something is holding me back. Uh -huh. Is it because I'm black? <laughs> 